I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're going to be deep diving into understanding different different concepts about our life, about beauty, about confidence. But more importantly, I wanted to get this guest on the podcast because she's come up with a new range of products, which she was talking to me in passing at a party, and I was like. you realize that this is completely what i talk about on the happy coach podcast because these were the habits that i described and i said you have to come on the show and that is why we have natasha more on the podcast natasha thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me it's such an honor thank you it really is natasha tell us a little bit about yourself so i started my career as a makeup artist 10 years ago i was traveling internationally every week doing brides from one country to another and i'm talking mexico canada bali you know thailand it was literally every week one after another after one after another and it was really incredible that i had built this reputation amongst people that you know i was able to give people some sort of confidence boost by making them look like the best version of themselves for me i loved that because i grew up very insecure grew up with no confidence i was an overweight child bullied in school i had bad skin and so feeling confident was not something i, I even resonated with i didn't understand so when i was doing their makeup the first reaction that they would have would be oh my god i'm so beautiful and i would look at them and think they were crazy <laughs> i really thought what is wrong with these women how can they say this out loud and then i started to realize there was something more deeply rooted within myself that i needed to fix and i had my own personal issues so that so you felt odd hearing yeah. i am beautiful coming yeah. from them right? i i thought it was very Can I say cocky? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I felt like wow, my gosh, these women they're literally just staring at themselves and taking photos who do they think they are? Mm. And then I realized I was the person that gave them that confidence and that's priceless. You know, that felt so good. But then also I thought, okay, they're paying me money. Of course they're going to feel good. <laughs> so then I took it upon myself to make this feeling come to those who actually I felt really needed it. So I went and visited women's shelters, drug and rehab centers, homeless shelters, and I did makeup for victims of human trafficking. And this was like the scariest thing I've ever done. I packed my suitcase, went to LA, went to Compton. I don't know if you know where that mm-hmm. is, yeah. And I just went to drug Only and from re- rap songs, yeah, but yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and even my Uber driver was like girl you can't get out of this cab do you even know what you're doing this is when i was 26 and i just went i was like no no i'm giving them all makeovers they're going to feel so good and sure <laughs> enough that's what they did i had samples of products and i had named them all powerful affirmations that was my concept in my head and as soon as i saw it work on those women who were you know hiding from drug cartels who were being taken care of by women who were 70 years old who were fighting off pimps to take care of these women and they were st- stuffed into wheels of cars like really wow. horrible experiences you know what you see in movies mm-hmm. but worse because it was reality and so all the shades were game changer hustler drive ceo ambition and they would wear it and they felt i can't tell you it was the same thing that my paying clients felt so for me that was when i realized i wanted to create a product that obviously i can't do every single person's makeup i wanted a product that could give them that confidence boost just through the product being so good but also through the powerful affirmations correct 
how did you decide to go to Compton? Like, what was that <laughs> conversation that happened in your head or with people? <laughs> so I was going through. I was a Sindhi girl from Hong Kong, 25 years old. I got married very young, and I was just going through confusion and divorce, and and I didn't know how to deal with people saying things to me like, you know, you travel every week. You shouldn't be doing this as a woman. You shouldn't be out there in public. You shouldn't be flying from one hotel and staying in one hotel. But I was building my career. I had to save money. You know, I started from scratch. I emptied my bank account to launch my brand. And people don't see that. They'll think, oh, she probably has family money and that's how it happened. Either way, whatever way you do it, you still have to work really hard. And so for me, I said I wanted people... I don't know why victims of human trafficking really stuck to me. That was just something that called out to me. And I went to visit them. And from there, I worked with a lot of orphanages also and homeless shelters. So it became a bigger thing than just women, you know. I worked with children and then I realized, you know, I visited this orphanage in um, Bali and all the kids there know me. And so when I came there, I started my own initiative called Do More, which mm-hmm. is obviously a play on my name. And <laughs> it was really nice because all the kids remembered me and they had all these affirmations, like my quotes, all up on their walls in their rooms. And it was so inspiring for me to see. And then they kept saying, you know, these weddings that you go to, can you show us or tell us what it is? So I created a Sangeet for them. Really? Yeah, I had like a Sangeet party. I had like a whole buffet spread catered by one of my friends who does all the weddings in Indonesia. So it was really nice. I was able to give them that. And so I think the point of this is that I think it's about giving back and doing more and being a kind person. So that's the essence. That's the core core essence of my brand. It's so interesting. When people are putting makeup, yes. what do you think they're feeling? So while they're doing it, they're obviously looking at things that they want to fix, right? right? Let's put fix in bubbles because mm. it's such a confusing topic. They feel insecure or they want to hide something normally. My goal is for them to just feel like they want a little bit of enhancement to make them feel better rather than masking what they already have. Because I see beauty in everything and I don't see flaws. That's my problem. <laughs> I just see how you can make yourself feel a little bit more confident. And so while they're putting on their makeup, obviously, you know, they're touching their face. They're putting, they're looking at whether it's a pimple or their dark circles or discoloration they want to make themselves look better and by using products they can achieve this happy you know internal happiness i believe it's like a pair of high heels you feel more confident sometimes so like when we met i was telling you that i grew up in an arts college which mm-hmm. was like 125 girls and three boys yeah. so i've only grown up with all my friends <laughs> are girls and I remember this so vividly. Every time we would be at our house getting ready to go out for a party, yeah. they would be in front of the mirrors, putting on their wings, knowing <laughs> how, doing the smoky eyeshadow. Yeah. And I learned how to do smoky eyeshadow <gasps> from them. So like, yeah. So, And you would see a dramatic shift in their posture pre-makeup. Exactly. Post makeup, exactly. Right? And I used to keep joking with them, saying, "Acha, you'll put on your war paint." Right? It is <laughs> exactly. almost like I am now ready for whatever is going to come to me. And that's why my motto is conquer with kindness. Nice. Because you can do all those things and feel powerful, but by being a really good person, that is what's going to get you further in life. So that inner beauty thing is actually real. Because when you know what, when I used to do clients' makeup, they would be so nice suddenly to their husbands and their children. <laughs> all the husbands <laughs> will be like, "What did you do?" I'm like, nothing, just makeup, you know, because you feel pretty when you feel like you look good and you're more presentable. And this isn't just women, men as well. When they're in a suit, they feel different. Yeah. It's it's that confidence boost that they need. In fact, I don't know if I was telling you this at the party, but 
my goal for my 39th year and we just did podcasts on this is to feel sexy for 365 days wow right? i need to do this like nobody <laughs> teaches you how to feel sexy yeah. right it's and sexy yeah. is just like lewd yeah. no, but feeling sexy is yeah. confidence feeling sexy is powerful mm. so how do we bring that out and that's what you're saying it is something inside Whatever that is coming out yeah Right? like beauty is inside and it's coming out it is and once you're happy with yourself cuz self love is the hardest thing to achieve i genuinely believe yeah. that and also the other thing is that there's so many negative connotations with beauty and with makeup people think oh superficiality that's all it is but it's not mm. it really isn't it's just a way of it's a tool to enhance how you feel that's what i genuinely believe so many people also think of makeup as cheating Right, yes. like you're like, oh, you're doing something different to yourself. Yeah. How do you deal with people who think like that? I think it's the same thing as people who think dieting is stupid. Mm. I mean, it's not about diet; it's about adapting your lifestyle to eat healthier, make healthier choices. So it's a choice that you make. Whatever you end up doing is going to be essentially for yourself. I truly believe in having a clean lifestyle. Whether you agree with that or not, that's up to you. Does that make sense? <laughs> it is a choice that you're making is what I've taken and you can either have a choice that makes you feel better about yourself or yeah. not. Is that what you want? Yeah. Getting? Definitely. Why don't men have makeup? I would love to try and create makeup for men, but it's still something that they're just not comfortable with, I guess. And it's not I mean, some men wear concealer mm-hmm. and I have no I'm not opposed to it at all. I think it's wonderful, but it's also, you know, the main thing is you know lipstick and mascara and concealer of course is very important do you know what a concealer mm-hmm. does yeah it conceals like dark sh- circles and like smoky <laughs> eyeshadow you know, <laughs> you know everything uh-huh. you have to do my makeup <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very good video you're going to walk around shouting at your family members honestly <laughs> exactly actually i i did a, a youtube video once where i got my mom and my dad to do my makeup my dad aced it wow he was amazing and my mom was rubbish <laughs> She was so bad at it. She did some green weird thing to me and my dad this beautiful from that point I was like wow I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> you know this is an interesting question. What is the difference between a bride's makeup and an everyday makeup? So I like to think that a bride's makeup is just slightly more. It really doesn't need to be too much. That's my personal take on it. I don't like a lot. For me it's about keeping it as minimal as possible. Even my branding is less is more. You know, everything is just about being the best version of yourself. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. All right, let's jump into the conversation. So, how would you define the two? Like how would you actually mm. break it up by saying that, you know, when I'm doing everyday this is what I would do when I'm doing for something special, this is what I would First of all, there's no rules for makeup. Okay. I believe whatever you feel, if you want to go heavy and wear everything, go for it. Personally, I like a very subdued natural look. So for me, this is pretty much the most I do on a daily basis, which is mascara, concealer, and lipstick. Mm-hmm. I don't do more than that. I'll do a little trick and blush obviously. But if I were going to be getting married or if I was a bride, I would probably obviously do more on my eyes. I would do a little not a smoky, mm-hmm. but some form of drama just to enhance your features. Lip colors I would keep the same. Okay. I don't like too loud on myself. And a little bit of contouring and highlighting. What fun. And you do a lot of this on your Instagram channel, right? Like I did. Yes, I used to, but now I have a full-fledged global business. We launched into Sephora in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. We're launching here very soon. Yay. So I'm very excited. 
tell us about your products because this is where we yeah. jammed on the habits bit, right? So <laughs> yes. tell us about a little bit about the products that you created. So I found that it was very difficult to create products that were long-lasting, moisturizing, hydrating, but also that worked on Indian skin tones. Mm-hmm. So it really bothered me that my beautiful Indian brides, I had to mix five different formulas to create one. And this was what, like eight years ago now, seven years ago, where I was starting to formulate. And there was just nothing that worked on their skin tone, whether it was a nude color, a red or a pink. And it frustrated me. It made, it washed us out. The concealers were all graying on our skin. So then I developed this product, two years for each product. And I finally created something that was amazing. It's what I'm wearing now. I've, I had lunch <laughs> and, you know, I'm drinking tea and it doesn't come off. And that's really good for a bride because you have a mendi in the morning and then you have a sangeet at night. And you're going from one auntie to another <laughs> saying hi to everyone. The last thing you need is lipstick on your lenga or your right. dupata or whatever, right? So You're going to get other people's lipstick on it in any case. So yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Well, the last thing you need is lipstick smudged smudging. on you mm-hmm. or eyeliner or smudging on you or feeling like you have too much makeup on where you know it, when you're wearing a heavy load of foundation even on my brides I don't use foundation hmm. that's just my technique is just to keep them as fresh as possible that kiki look no right. not the kiki look hmm. at all and I think that's what I created as a reputation even with the clients that aren't brides hmm. the actors the influencers the celebrities that I work with they understood that my style was very different to what was out there and now there's a lot of people that are following that technique which is so nice to see Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Copying and imitation is the best form of flattery. Right? It is. But it's also, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. Someone told me, they were like, you know, everyone has a makeup brand now. Mm. Everyone started what you started. Aren't you mad? And I'm like, no, there's space for everyone. In fact, I'll use their products. I'll support them. There's so many brands out there, my friends or, you know, other makeup artists that have launched things that I'm so excited to support. Because I think that's bringing to this topic of supporting is so important. Mm. In women empowerment. If you're going to speak about empowerment, you have to do it. You have to really do it. So as women, how should you all support each other? Or, you know, like you were talking about this before the podcast, like, you know, women empowerment as women entrepreneurs. Yes. What are the challenges that you face when you were starting this out? You hinted at a few. But like, what are the... The challenges. Oh, the list is endless. My goodness. Things just pop out out of the blue. I think I mentioned to you, I had like a malfunction of a barcode, you know, with product development, for example. As an entrepreneur, you handle every different section. So my manufacturing is done in Italy, Turkey, and in the US. So you can just imagine my supply chain. And so if there's one malfunction, no one else is to blame but me. So I have to be in a state of calm. And the best thing is knowing that I have other friends who either are going through the same thing or that understand you or that can guide you in a better way. And that's what kind of support I want to be to my customers. And there's so many aspiring makeup artists that want to come to me to learn how to do their makeup. I'm not not going to teach them because it's my technique, you know. It's something I want to do so that they can then, you know, earn some money, empower other people. And it's almost like paying it forward. Yeah. You know, like people keep asking me this about the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Ashton, you've done, now we did about 840 something episodes. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, yeah, can you imagine? Wow, you must be so proud. It's crazy because people keep quoting podcasts and I was like, yeah, I did that, didn't I? Wow. <laughs> like from two years ago, I sometimes forget which ones you've done. And people keep asking me, aren't you scared that people are going to copy you? Hmm. Right? And now we created the habit coaching 
as an industry and now people are calling themselves habit coach and all of that is taking place and i was like no it doesn't make me feel bad doesn't make me feel angry yeah. but it makes me feel proud saying yes. that i started this to help people if they're helping people by all means exactly right if they're not then they need a fatka but otherwise <laughs> they're doing good so yeah. let's spread the love yeah that's so true that's amazing by the way that's so well done thank you you must be so proud yeah absolutely you're right. empowering lots of people mm-hmm. but we trademarked habit course in any case as well yes i was going to say i was like wow <laughs> Yeah, so you have to be smart about I it. I need to know about the business development behind it. I'm like, what can we do? <laughs> what cool products can we make? I already In fact, see. We should have a habit coach makeup line. Mm. There you go. All your affirmations. Yeah, it's true. Well, every shade has an affirmation. That Tell was us about that. Yes, yeah, so that was I think the one thing. First, what I spoke to you about, and then when I brought the product out to show you, you got really excited because I wanted it to be convenient. So it's got a mirror on it. You press the button, it comes out. It looks like a little weapon, yeah. a really cool weapon. Yeah, for your wall paint, you got. <laughs> Exactly. But all those shade names are affirmations mm-hmm. because I believe in speaking it and it happening. So, you know, let me give you some examples. Willpower, gratitude, game changer, drive, ambition, boss. Right now I'm launching some eyeliners and some of the shades are confident, visionary, grounded. Things that I and I, every time I develop a new product, I realize that's so much of an essence of what I'm going through at that point. Right. So you'll see all the shades that I came up with at this time was when I was feeling very spiritual, got into the side I have gratitude, sore, right, you're grounded, <laughs> grounded, grounded. You have to make for a foundation, right? Foundation and grounded is. Yeah, it's a foundation. That's a good one, but right. now too late. Too late. Uh, <laughs> I used it, it for a brown eyeliner. Brown Grounded, mm-hmm. earthy. All right. <laughs> Rooted can be <laughs> Rooted. Right. So the idea is that every time you're putting this product on, yes. and this is what I took away from our conversation, every time you're putting this on, you're almost putting a bit of confidence on. You're putting a bit of, you know, what was the other names that you... Okay, well, for example, if you were, if you have dark circles, right. I have a three-step process called conceal and conquer. Conceal and conquer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So first step is no bag vibes cor- corrector. So no eye bag hmm. vibes and no bad vibes. You get it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, oh my god, and they call it no How bad much time vibes. Do you spend thinking about these things. You know what just comes to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for my puns. So no bag vibes corrector, secret perfecter concealer, and then liquid magic. Hmm. And so, and you're using a warrior sponge. By the way, no. so you imagine in the morning you just do all these things. You're like, I'll take my no bag vibes, and you're putting this on. And when you say it to yourself in the mirror, and then you suddenly look and feel, okay, I'm gonna wear game changer. That's when you're like, and then more power mascara. Right. You know, you feel so good wearing it. And I remember the first time I had launched, I did this pop up in a country. I did everything myself, packed the little bags, smuggled the lipstick in myself to a country, <laughs> <laughs> did it the way that I had to do it, and I did this little pop up. And this lady came up to me and she said, "I bought your product and I wore powerful into my meeting and I felt so powerful." Yes. And I was like, "This is why I created this." Yeah. And then money maker. and you know all these shade names well all these the earlier names that yeah. really were starting of us then your money powerful, maker money maker empowered hustler <laughs> and then you can see the transition you can see then you have gratitude <laughs> when all the firefighting had to work yeah. and like when factories were catching fire like yep all right that's I'm so true i'm grateful yeah 